I'm Dr. Omar Khan. I'm Dr. Shannon Gowland. I'm Dr. Tiffany Dursey. And welcome to Vet Sessions. Welcome back to Vet Sessions. My name is Dr. Tiffany Dursey, and I will be your host today. Today, we have Dr. Kim Lambert with us here at the podcast studio to talk to us about what Ontario veterinarians can say about cannabis products to clients. Hi, Kim. It's so great to have you here today. Thanks, Tiffany. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you. Kim is an OVC graduate, and she's the Associate Register for Quality Practice at the College of Veterinarians of Ontario. So before we get started, Kim, can you tell us more about your veterinary career pathway and how it is that you became the Associate Registrar at the CBO? Yes, well, it actually has been 25 years since I graduated from OBC in 1998. Amazing. You look too young. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I was in clinical practice for 14 years as an associate and as a locum. I worked mostly in Ontario, but I spent six years in Indiana. Oh. And in 2011, I went back to OBC and I earned a Master of Science degree. And along with my work in practice, I also became involved with the CVO as a member of one of their committees and also as a peer reviewer of medical records. And while I was doing um, my master's at OBC, I became involved in the communication skills labs, coaching the students in their communication lab. Right. And that's where I uh, met you, had that's the pleasure right. to meet you again, I guess, because I graduated in 2000. Yeah, yeah. that's right. And, uh, and then in 2013, I was fortunate to work at OBC as the manager of the medical communications program. And then in 2016, I joined the CVO as the Associate Registrar for Quality Practice, and I've been there ever since. Fantastic. Where do the years go? So I feel like it was yesterday that you were here at OVC and uh, it was so wonderful to have you, but obviously fantastic for you to be a part of the CBO and uh, a friendly face when we uh, need to contact someone for help. So um, so before we get started, uh, this episode of Vet Sessions is generously sponsored by OVC Pet Trust. OVC Pet Trust, founded in 1986 at the Ontario Veterinary College, is Canada's first charitable fund dedicated to improving and advancing companion health and well-being. OVC Pet Trust supports innovative discoveries, uh, education, and healthcare that improve the prevention, diagnosis, and treatment of diseases of pets. Please learn more about OVC Pet Trust at www.pettrust.ca or connect with them on Instagram at the handle at OVC Pet Trust. All right, Kim, let's get started. So it is great to have you here today to set things straight about the current situation regarding discussions that the Ontario veterinarians can have with clients about cannabis products. I know that I continue to receive inquiries from clients and students about cannabis, and this situation can be really confusing for veterinarians. To our listeners, the goal today is not to discuss whether or not cannabis is the correct product to recommend, but rather to discuss what it is that Ontario veterinarians are allowed to say legally about cannabis for veterinary use, because obviously this is a, a new thing. We plan to dedicate another podcast to the current veterinary research on cannabis, but today let's talk more about what we as veterinarians can say to clients. So Kim, what are Ontario veterinarians allowed to do under the law? Yeah, so Health Canada oversees the federal legislation related to cannabis, which outlines the legal framework for the production and sale of cannabis products. 
And the Cannabis Act came into effect October 17th of 2017. And under the Cannabis Act and regulations, cannabis for animals to treat health conditions must be approved as a drug by Health Canada. And this includes cannabidiol or CBD. And drugs for animals are only available by prescription from a veterinarian. So veterinarians are permitted to prescribe approved drugs containing cannabinoids, uh, both veterinary and human label. Currently, there are no prescription veterinary drugs with cannabinoids, including CBD, that are approved by Health Canada. And current human prescription products, uh, there are very few that contain uh, cannabinoids. One example um, that you may be familiar with is Sativex, but they're often not appropriate for veterinary use. So, um, for example, how it is administered, I think Sativex is a spray, an oral spray. So veterinarians can talk to their clients about cannabis. Uh, the conversations can be initiated by either the client or the veterinarian. And veterinarians may advise clients on the use of legally available recreational cannabis for their pets based on sound professional judgment. And they can also recommend and sell veterinary health products with hemp that are approved through Health Canada's notification program. These products are actually exempt from the Cannabis Act. So, so that's really interesting because I feel like um, a lot of veterinarians at the very beginning were, were quite worried, you know, we're not allowed to say anything, you can't say anything. And certainly it was pretty exciting when, um, when, when it was announced that cannabis was available for use, uh, you know, recreational use and medicinal use here in Ontario for people. And so there was always this question about, you know, well, what are we going to do as veterinarians? And so for a long time, people would just say nothing. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, so what products are available for animals that a veterinarian can recommend? Yeah, so as with any treatment or service that's provided to animals, uh, the college, the CVO, expects veterinarians to practice within their sphere of competence and use their professional judgment and make treatment recommendations in the best interest of their patients. And these recommendations should be based on current evidence. So veterinarians may recommend and sell veterinary health products with hemp that are approved through Health Canada's notification program. Uh, these products actually are regulated by the industrial hemp regulations, which is also a federal uh, legislation. They have no concentrated cannabinoids, including CBD. Okay. They don't make health claims. They're sold at retail, and they're labeled with a notification number that's assigned by Health Canada. If a veterinarian chooses to recommend a legally available recreational cannabis product to their client's pet... They must have the appropriate education and training to practice competently in this area of therapy. They uh, should weigh the evidence against other available treatment options, consider the known or expected uh, or suspected risks associated with its use in animals. Uh, they must obtain informed client consent, and they must monitor their patients and be available in the event of an adverse reaction or failure of treatment. And uh, as, as always, veterinarians should not recommend the use of any illegal substance, including illegal cannabis products. Right. So, so basically, just like any other pharmaceutical, um, you know, n knowing um, the drug, what it is indicated for, uh, providing that informed consent, you know, pros, cons um, with the client. So it sounds like a great discussion now that we can have and, and, and especially with, you know, client-centered um, uh, communications, we should be able to sort of work through it together as a team and, and, and make a plan for 
that's in the best interest of the animal. Mm-hmm. That's right. Interesting. That's great. Um, now, with that, there obviously are some illegal products. So um, what what does that mean in terms of what we should and shouldn't recommend? So you did sort of touch on, um, you know, uh, the legally available um, uh, cannabinoids and, and cannabis products. So what products are illegal in Ontario? Yeah, so this includes cannabis that's sold on the black market and products claiming to contain CBD or other cannabinoids that are not approved by Health Canada. Right. Okay. So, so making sure that it is approved, um, obviously you're not getting it off the street, <laughs> That's right. um, but also like sometimes it's interesting. People say they get, um, these products from very random sources, um, sometimes from flea markets, sometimes from, um, various places, right? So making sure that it is, um, properly identified, um, and something that is, um, legally, um, available in Ontario. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, how can a veterinarian distinguish a legally purchased recreational cannabis product from a legal source of cannabis? Uh, that's a great question. Um, so legally purchased recreational cannabis from authorized provincial retail sales outlets can be distinguished from illegal sources of cannabis by its packaging. Okay. So legal products are not sold as drugs, and so they can't be accompanied by any uh, human or veterinary health claims. They're packaged and labeled according to strict rules that are set by Health Canada. So they'll have packaging with a Canada Canada Revenue Agency or CRA excise stamp. And um, they undergo quality control testing to ensure, among other things, that the concentrations of CBD and Delta 9 THC that are indicated on the label are accurate and that the products are free of specified contaminants such as certain pesticides right so that so that that's helpful and i i know the stamp that you're talking about um so so looking for that identification which is helpful to know that it's a a legally um you know available product but but also you mentioned uh quality control so very important and i know that was a concern with cannabis when it was first um you know introduced even to the human market uh, because we wanted to make sure you know uh, unlike um, pharmaceuticals where you know kind of the dose and the milligrams and exactly what you're going to get each time there was some concern about the quality control so so that's uh, very helpful um, with regards to that what are what are some common questions that you're uh, finding from the CBO um, that veterinarians might get from pet owners about cannabis yeah so a common question that some pet owners have asked their veterinarian is if they can use legal cannabis that they can access for themselves to give to their pets. Um, And actually the ability for adults to access and possess regulated, quality controlled legal cannabis is the main purpose of the Cannabis Act and regulations. Okay. Uh, So currently legal cannabis is produced and available to adults to use for medical reasons or recreationally. So the cannabis regulations in part 14, which is the cannabis for medical purposes, uh, this allows a human healthcare practitioner, so either a physician or nurse practitioner, to provide an authorization to their patient, a human patient, to access cannabis for medical reasons. Um, However, Part 14 does not currently apply to veterinarians, and this is not a way to access legal cannabis for animal patients. Right. But in Ontario, um, and obviously um, in other provinces as as well, but in Ontario, adults may legally purchase recreational cannabis products as I mentioned before, from authorized provincial retail sales outlets for personal use. 
So these products are not sold as drugs. They're not intended to be used to treat health conditions. And if a veterinarian is considering these products as a non-conventional therapy for their pets or for clients' pets, it's important that they inform pet owners that they are not indicated for animal use and they're not labeled with animal safety in mind. Um, pet owners may also ask their veterinarian about certain cannabis products that they have purchased online or from other sources. Okay. So it's important for pet owners to be aware that there are many cannabis-derived products being marketed for animals that are unregulated by Health Canada. Okay. So if a product claims to contain CBD and claims to treat a health condition, then this product would not be available for lawful sale in Canada. Also, the cannabis con content in these products may be unknown. Right. And you may be aware of a recent study that was published in the Canadian Veterinary Journal, uh, which measured the levels of CBD and Delta-9-THC uh, in, the, in uh, some of these products. And the study concluded that most of the products had improper labeling, or the levels of CBD and Delta-9-THC did not match the label description. Mm. The actual concentrations varied with some products having much higher concentrations than they claimed and others having nearly undetectable levels. Wow. So because they're not regulated, these, these products may put pets at risk and animals might be exposed to contaminants or toxic levels of Delta-9-THC or their health condition may go untreated. So if a pet owner wonders if a cannabis product may be a treatment that would help their pet, it is important that they talk to their veterinarian. As veterinarians know, animals, especially dogs and cats, are particularly sensitive to Delta-9-THC, mm -hmm. and even small amounts can cause serious poisoning in animals. So their veterinarian is, is the health expert for their pet and can recommend the most appropriate treatment for them. So basically, um, in review, um, it's really important, uh, first of all, for um, veterinarians to be knowledgeable um, before they start this conversation. Uh, but it's okay to have this conversation. Um, and then basically looking at the legal um, options that are available um, and making sure that you're assessing, um, reassessing and making sure that it is, you know, um, doing the job that we, we think and hope that it's going to do. Mm -hmm. So interesting. Right. Yeah, so it's great, it's great to know that we uh, can have this conversation. Um, where can veterinarians obtain further resources from the CBO about cannabis? So the college has a practice advisory service where anyone can ask a practice advisor questions about standards, policies, and regulations that are related to veterinary medicine in Ontario. Uh, and um, our practice advisory service does have a web page on the college's website. There's uh, frequently asked questions, including FAQs about cannabis. Uh, and the website is www.cvo.org. Fantastic. Fantastic. So, Kim, thank you so much for being a guest on Vet Sessions. I'm glad that we were able to clear up some of the misinformation that is out there about cannabis, cannabidiol discussions. As veterinarians, uh, we do want our clients to be comfortable with us about discussing treatment options regarding their pets. Um, another association that does have a lot of resources is the Canadian Association of Veterinary Cannabinoid Medicine, and that can be found at uh, www.cavcm.com. Um, so I, I know that that would be a good place to check that out along with the CBO website. Um, it's great to know, uh, Kim, that people like yourself are there to support veterinarians and to provide accurate practice advice when needed. I, I know I've called you uh, before and you've been always most helpful. Um, thank you to our guests for listening today. 
If you have any further questions or ideas, please send us an email to vetsessions at hotmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at vetsessions. See you next time on Vet Sessions. And thanks, Kim.